Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Stream of Thought, and we have a delightful experience today. For the first half hour of our podcast, we have a venting victor, one that has been a long time coming and explores some of the crazy things that he's experiencing with this new job opportunity and the frustrations that come with it. Yeah, it's a giant pain in the ass. But what is really sweet right now, uh, we find my uh, we find ourselves. I find myself not paying attention to Rick's when he's trying to tell me something, and I end up divulging that I have given in and I started using a dating app, Hinge. And so I tell him, give him a little bit of my two cents on that and my experience. Shortly thereafter, not only does this episode have a venting Victor, but we finish things off with a ranting Rick's. What it is that got under his skin to make him confront a couple individuals, you're just going to have to wait and find out. So with that being said, episode number 149 of Stupid Thought, we hope you enjoy. So get this, I've had these, the last two days have been so crazy for me. Um, mostly because, it pretty much because on, uh, so let me, I guess, I'll start with the beginning from two days ago. Because Kyle had texted me and was like, hey, do you want to go to Venice like this week? I'm like, yeah, let's go on Thursday. So we go to Venice and we're just hanging out and we're walking around and we're in an area of um, Venice that's kind of secluded in like a super wealthy part of venice just there's these it's so strange because these alleys these alleys in this part of venice are like the most beautiful alleys i've ever seen they're like really? not gross looking or grungy they're just like really pretty as as much as they can be anyway i'm saying that because we we're walking and we found this uh we found this piano it's the same exact keyboard that i have but it's an up Graded, it's an upgraded version. I have this keyboard, but then that one that you see in the background is the exact same one, just an upgraded version. And it's super heavy, ridiculously heavy. The keys are more weighted, and it's just a way better quality keyboard. And so we thought it was so odd because, you know, when you find random and it's not uncommon to just see shit somewhere that yeah. someone just wants to, wants to get rid of and people pick it up. But usually it's random stuff like furniture or chairs or something that's like kind of, you know, crappy. And so we decided to pick it up and like, how crazy would it be if it worked? And I plug it into my, to the outlet over here and it works no. with the exception, no. with the exception of just like a few keys. And so I'm going to see if I can figure it out myself through YouTube, but if I have to, maybe take it to someone to see if they can fix it if I need to. But I just could not believe that it was the exact same keyboard that I have. And I was just thinking the other day, I was like, you know what? I feel like I've outgrown these keys because they're not weighted. It was just those ones, the, the newer ones feel way better. And then like the next day this happens where, that is so God has weird. presented me with this gift. The universe said, here, take this. I'm very determined that I can get those keys to work. Wow. So where, where was this, like, where was this, like, tossed to? I mean, was it? So on the, like, on the southernmost 
part of Venice before Playa del Rey or Playa del Vista or whatever, there is a neighborhood and there's a canal through the neighborhood. We were walking around there. We were, it wasn't, so the way that, so like you have the ocean and then you have the houses and then you have like this small canal and then you have more houses on the other side and then it's an alley and then it's houses and then it's the main road. Okay. But so it was just tossed like right there when we were walking on this dirt path next to the canal next to the alley. Not near a house, like on the opposite side? No, it was right near us. It was right behind a house. Okay. Wow. But it was but it was on a public walkway that someone intentionally put there and it was just so odd because it's something that's worth something. It's not a piece of crap table or chair or whatever. Well yeah. That so so it sounds like it was a good find, like happenstance meant that you were there yeah. in that moment where it was there and it was something that you were thinking about actually replacing. That's awesome. Yeah. And then the crazy thing no not the I mean separate from that. We're at my apartment, and I was like, "Oh, do you want? Are you going to go home? Do you want to stick around for a little bit?" And Kyle's like, "No, I'll stick around." I'm like, "Cool." Well, I got some. I have a bottle of wine, so we drank some. We drank some wine, and then we went to CVS and got another bottle, and then we finished that, and then we were like, "Let's get more wine." And I was like, "I think we should buy two two bottles just in case." He's like, "I was thinking the same thing," <laughs> so we ended up drinking two and a half bottles of wine. Each? Or I ended up drinking a bottle and a half because he ended up leaving because he was like, I feel sick. And so I drank <laughs> his. So the second glass of wine or the first glass of wine that he was having for the third bottle number three, glass number one for each of us. He left. And so I drank his glass. And so I had that extra half bottle of the third bottle anyway what i'm trying to say is i drank a lot and it was really really fun because i never drank and then i woke up the next day and i wasn't hung over but i was like whoa that was a lot of alcohol <laughs> i mean not a lot i mean for me it was yeah right a bottle and a half and then that's that, that same night because i had woken up in the middle of the night at 2 30 in the morning couldn't fall back asleep so i'm up at 2.30 in the morning that day, then we go to Venice, and I went to bed at 1.30. So I was up for 23 hours. Oh, my God. And then I woke up. Then, and then the next day, I woke up, and I was like, oh, man, that was crazy. And also, I had this virtual training uh, for this driving job. And, dude, it was so fucking pathetic and boring. So I had to watch these training videos they were like an hour long on Wednesday or Thursday. And then I saw the same training videos for the fucking all day training thing. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Why did I watch the same video twice? I was so pissed. And a lot of those videos were done like just stupid. Just like, this is how you put on a safety vest. And then it's 10 <laughs> seconds of a guy just putting on a safety vest. And just a bunch of dumb shit. And it was so aggravating. And I was just like, I cannot believe this. Like, this is just just so stupid. It's such a big waste of my time. The It was such a huge – and I get it. You have to – so that you can say, yes, we educated them and they sign off on it. But it was just like, fuck this. I haven't even started this job. And I, I know it would be a really good fit for me. So I was like kind of looking forward to it. And then I'm doing these training videos. I was like, fuck this. This is so just 
uh, unnecessary. Yeah, I was so pissed off. Luckily, I got done. I, it started at 7.30. I finished by 2.30. So it was seven hours, but we got paid for 10 hours. Oh, wow. Nice. It's like a 10-hour workday. So even if you finish, even if you only work nine hours or whatever, it's like, okay, well, you're still getting paid for 10 hours. Every day is 10 hours. And then you stop working the second your shift is up. Or you can work overtime if you want, but you're not expected to. Interesting. So, so, so fill me in a little bit more on this whole, like it's, it's, so it's dry. It's a driving. It's Amazon. An Amazon driver. Yeah. Okay. Which my coworker was telling me about that before I quit Sprouts. And I just like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to do that. I'm really over everything. But then I remembered it and I was like, oh, maybe, you know, I don't want to be in a position where I wish I had a job or something. Better be safe than sorry. You know, just what the hell. So I applied, and it all happened so fast. And I applied, and then the next day it was like a phone interview, and made it pretty much sound like I had the job. And then, like, and then I had to go get a drug test. So luckily, I hadn't like smoked weed for two weeks. I imagine it's I passed. I don't know. Maybe in a week they'll tell me like you didn't pass and you're fired. I have no idea. But then I did like this virtual. Oh yeah, so I do this virtual training, which was just like so annoying to do, and. Then that day, uh, a lot of the correspondence was done via text messaging. I was like, I'd rather just have email. Like, I don't want to be looking at something through text. Right. And so, and so, um, I was just turned off because it's like I have like these five apps that I have to use. This virtual training sucks. I'm always getting like a text message about some shit. And I'm like, I don't, they haven't even asked me, like, what's your start date? And they're like, can you come in tomorrow, like for today? And I was like, no, but I can come in on Sunday. And then she sends me, like, this other informational text. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck is going on? Are you, you mean you want me to come in and start working on Sunday? Is this, I'm going to be working, like, what? No. I, so I told him, like, I was like, whoa, I thought this was like an orientation or a paperwork day. Like, I can't come in and work the whole day. But I was like, I was, I was kind of upset about it. I was like, you motherfuckers, like, why haven't you – someone said to me, when can you start? This whole time I'm just like, oh, okay, so am I hired? I don't know. Oh, there's a virtual training? Okay, but no one said, like, yes, you have this job. Oh, you want me to come in? Like, you be fucking specific. When can you start working? Dumb motherfuckers. So no one – And then I no- – And then, I mean, I talked to the lady on the phone and she was really nice. So, I mean, but that's that's – period of time just for those 20 minutes when i got the text i was just like wait what fucking like come on you are the company get your act together and like have proper correspondence no one told you that you were, you were going to be starting the job like that it was no wow so they and it was never like virtual and it was yeah. never like and it was never like, okay, virtual training is going to be on Friday. If you can start on Monday, that would be help. But like when can – it was it was just weird. I thought it was very odd. And then oh. like can you come in? Not can you start work? Like I don't know. It was weird. So so where 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 do you find yourself right now in this whole Oh, I told them – I told them, no, I'll start next week. It's like I still need – and I was like – I did not expect this to happen. Like, I don't need to work right now. I just filled it out to be because I was curious. And all of a sudden, it's like, all right, boom, 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 which would be, I imagine some people, they would love that. You know, if this was, you know, if this was, uh, 
six months ago or whatever, I would have been like, boom, yeah, let's work right away. But I'm just so fucking overworking for people. Like, this job would be a good fit, but I'm just like, fuck this. I don't even want to ever, regardless of what the job is, I do not want to work for somebody else. I'm so fucking done with that. Right. I'm so fucking done with that. So I'll do this probably, you know, I'll do it because at any point I can just quit. But I'm just like, fucking A. Man, this shit is so annoying. Going back to working for the man. That's uh that's what it feels like. And who knows? The thing is is like I other than that mishap with the communication, like yeah, work 4 days a week, 10-hour days, you're off. I have I would have time in the morning to trade. I wouldn't get off of work late. I get paid 10 hours every day no matter what, even if I finish early. And you can pick up an extra day if you want to work overtime. Like super flexible. Don't have to deal with fucking customers. Just delivering shit. And I get – I'm by myself. So it's face value. It's like awesome. But internally, I'm just like fucking A, regardless of what the job is. I'm just so sick of having to report and all this other shit and not – I'm sick of fucking having to answer to somebody regardless of how nice or great it is. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah. No, and that's kind of what I'm thinking too where it, where it comes down to uh, I've heard – more negative stories about Amazon employees than I've heard positive things. And so to hear that, cause this is the, this was the cliffhanger that we left off on from last episode yeah. where you said you were going to bring it up. So now I have a better sense of, of what's going on, but yeah, dude, I, I, I do not know too many people who have been happy about working for Amazon. It's just, it's like, well, a, I'm sure there's people. Well, yeah, but like it, it's usually external re- reasons, right? Yeah, like there's a job that they some people probably think it sucks, but really it comes down to the individual and their perception of how the job is, right? Oh, totally. I mean, and I'm sure it's great. I don't know. Like, I'm just saying, regardless of what the comp, whether it's Amazon or any other company or any other business, it's like it's still the same. It's still working for someone and being an employee and. Well, it's like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Especially for, like, a massive corporation, too, where it's, like, if you're going to be a driver, what, like, what, I mean, I'm sure in 20 years from now, you could probably get promoted, but it's, like, what is, like, what is the value it's just to that, my That's own... just not the world, ever working for someone else is just not the world I want to be in, ever. But, I'm anyway, what I'm trying to say is, so I'm really happy that I have trading, because it's an out, and it's really fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm happy. I have that going for There's no doubt in my mind that I can have that wrapped up in within a couple months. But it's just like a – it's a motivation a motivation factor, you know? Yeah. No. It, and I think uh, – you know what, though? I, I feel as though these external experiences, though, can help you grow your worldview as to, like, what the world is fully like regardless of how, like, stupid it may be in the time. It's like, oh, other people have to deal with this kind of – stuff on a right on a regular basis like oh okay well you know that and that's part of the reason too why you know for me doing drywall me doing customer service support like all these different experiences it's like i understand the world just a little bit better like i i realize what i don't know but when i get to know those things it's like oh just little pieces kind of fit into this whole puzzle of the society that we're living in so I, I don't know. I, I look at I look at the positive, but uh yeah, I can also understand the frustration of the futility of trying to do something like that. It's just so um 
it it's just I don't know. <laughs> I can tell, like in your face so right now. I can shit. see. Yeah, there. Yeah, you're. You're. I have <laughs> meant. I have just in every aspect outgrown uh, everything there is about being an employee. I'm so excited to trade. <laughs> I'm so dude because honestly, I was thinking the other day. I was like, I can see it. I was like, you know what? My life is going to be com- my life is going to fucking completely change in the next six to twelve months. I know it. But I, in the meantime, I'm just like fucking a another thing to fucking deal with. Right? So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, and that is probably one of the things that I think about quite a bit because with my whole compulsive gambling thing, that was like my savior, like little little thing that I thought I had in my back pocket that I could be a, a successful a sports gambler or something like that. And yeah, it's crazy how quickly people can kind of get lost in that world and kind of just go into a place where it just, you dig yourself a hole and you don't realize the hole's been dug until you're buried in it. And it's like, yeah, I, I completely understand the, the aspirations because failure, failure. Oh man, that's the real true test of metal. <laughs> and it'll, right. it'll come man for sure but uh yeah it's how you it's how you deal with that it's like you know cut losses do your do do your stuff i've learned uh that because you in the moment you don't realize what's happening and then like yeah, you get away from it for a little bit and you kind of have a broader look and it's like, oh yeah, even though I failed or even though this part was super shitty or even though whatever, it's like, oh, that was necessary. I learned a lot. I got a lot out of that. So uh, how does this fit in? Because I'm kind of curious. This was something that crossed my mind the other day. I was like, so with like you doing the Amazon thing that I didn't know that you were doing, uh, but then also the the stock trading, like where does acting and becoming a uh staple figure in you know whether whether it's stand up or like acting gigs and stuff like that where does that fall into the equation considering we're living in a very different world than we were 6 months ago i mean things are just things are uh slowly beginning to resume there's i think but is that still like is that still what? like a thing that you feel? Oh yes, like absolutely. Is your yeah. highest aspiration of what you can do? Uh, right now, in all honesty, all of my focus is on trading. Okay. I mean, I still do. I still want to do the acting, but that's the priority because then I can just because then I would have I free up my whole schedule and my I that is what is going to be financial you know, freedom that yeah. will allow me to have time to do anything else that I want to do. Yeah. Financial freedom. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, so that's where it is. Um, still want to do it, but I'm just, I'm not all my attention's on the trading, but yeah, it was just like also, cause I was telling you, uh, you know, yeah, I can live out here for several months without a job. So it was just, I was like, oh, you know what? I was kind of disappointed at how fast this whole thing happened. I was hoping that maybe I submit my application, they get back to me the next week, the week after, to like this would be a, a more normal process rather than how fast it happened. And so I was just like, did not expect that. I was kind of hoping I could have at least another few weeks to a month 
before <laughs> like before working again. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my goodness. Well, I know. Uh, yeah, because I know a lot of like Amazon, for example. Yeah, for sure. They're they're all focused on with the increase in their sales. Their stock prices has been soaring through the roof. That uh, yeah, they're gonna hire anybody at any time <laughs> to yeah. try and like fill their fill their quotas. But yeah, it it feels like it's a. Um, I think to what was it? Uh, Star Wars: Attack of the Clones, where you've got that just manufacturing plant that just churns out droids and stuff like that. I feel as though that's kind of where <laughs> where you find yourself. It's like we need more droids, so let's build some yeah. more droids. It's like, fucking a. Come in. Oh, and the other thing too is because I had to download these different apps. So one of them is how they do. One of them is how they. There's like five apps. The one app is. A schedule, the work schedule. The other app is to clock in and out. You use your phone to enter the time that you work. Everything is done through apps, which is cool. Uh, communication with the company, like. But the thing when I'm setting up these apps and after the training, they're like, "Oh, do this in this app, do this that in this app." And I'm just like, "Fucking a!" There, five apps. What the. What is going on right now? I was just again. I was just like, "What? This this is happening too fast." I'm ever since I quit, bro. My whole day, I'm on island time, man. I just do it whenever <laughs> it's. I just do stuff without any pressure to get anything done, with the exception of like my aspirations that I practice or that I work on. Going to the store, hanging outside, chilling. It like you know, I'm on island time, and my uh, the the. The tempo of my lifestyle right now is super chill, and then I get I still get shit done, and all of a sudden it's like I've got to pick up speed, and it's like oh fuck I forgot what it's like when you don't have time and you need to make your lunch because then you're gonna go to work and then you got to do get make sure you run this errand before or after work, and it's just like your schedule revolves around your working schedule, and I don't have one, so I just am in super chill mode. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I don't know, because I've thought about that, too, because, like, I kind of get through the day, get through the week, all that, try and try and do supplementary things that uh, applying for different unique jobs that I know I'll never get, but I still apply for them. But there there is that element of um, forgetting what it's like to actually hustle. And it feels as though there's there's that element that that I've been missing in my life where it's, you know, even working at BSF, learning a super complex system learning how to hustle, like fucking devoting all my time and energy. And until I get that again, it's one of those things where I just think to myself, oh, you know, I just, I, I miss that. And I fall into a sen sense of uh, complacency and it's, yeah, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, and sorry, I was, <laughs> I see. Yeah. I, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I could tell. So get this. So you're going to laugh at this. All right. So Kyle, uh, I remember, I think, I don't know when it was. He's, he's mentioned this several times because it sucks not being able to go out, you know, and like I hang with people here in the courtyard, right. but it sucks like not being able to like go out and like do stuff. So he's like, dude, <laughs> You should you should check out Hinge. Download Hinge. Download Hinge. He had like three separate occasions. He had told me like, dude, you should check out Hinge, which is 
it's like it's a dating app, but it's it's actually really sweet. But it's a thousand times better than you know Tinder or Bumble. And so I was like, and then someone else had told me like, oh, you should go on Hinge. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll fucking go on Hinge, whatever, because you know that that's not my like the dating apps that. I never bothered with that. Right. Same with I just don't do selfies. There are a few things that technology offers that I just, nah, not really my thing. So I was like, fine, I'll download it. I do the thing. And uh, I was like, oh, this is actually like kind of cool. But I was – the reason I wasn't listening is because uh, someone had matched with me and I was just looking at her – thing and it's like oh she's so pretty and i need to figure out what to message her because she messaged me and so that's why i got distracted and wasn't listening to what you were saying <laughs> even, because even i was in enamored uh-huh. with how pretty this girl is <laughs> fucking kidding me man come on i'm so disappointed i just come on we're literally all right whatever man whatever I love, I love. No, but dude, it's sweet. <laughs> I didn't think I would like it, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> have you, have you done, have you done a date yet on, what's, what's it called? Hinge? Hinge. <laughs> Never heard of that being. Yeah. No, I'm going on one this week though. I need to get back to this one girl, but, <laughs> uh, this other girl matched with me too. So I was just like, oh, nice. This is sweet. <laughs> wow. I, and because so often too, uh, I'm just like super picky. So pretty much all the ones that I look at, I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. Yes, nope, yes, yes, nope, 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 nope. You know, and and so then there's that, and then the next layer is if they see that you send that you like them, then they have to then be just as curious in order to start a conversation, and then from there. A little quick conversation, and then if that goes well, then you said so. You, it's like there's these, you know. You, I feel like I'm as for a guy. I feel like girls they just get hit up all the time. You know what I'm saying? But from my perspective, it's like I feel like I'm gonna jump through these hoops. But I'm getting a little. I get a little closer and closer and closer and closer, and then I'm just like, yes. Because <laughs> there's these other, you know, because. You go through a handful of them, but you're like, you want something to happen, but it just doesn't, or you don't, you just don't think they're as cute as you thought they were, and whatever the case, <laughs> and then it's like, you're getting, you're about to set something up, you might set something up, she agrees, and then you gotta, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's arduous, it feels like an arduous <laughs> process, but the reward at the end is so worth it! <laughs> oh my god. And I'm not saying, like, the reward being, like, like hooking up with them but you know what i'm saying but just like okay an an in-person date in this climate you know what i'm saying so that's what's uh that's what i just feel is like dangled in front of me just like uh the opportunity to just like even if you don't date them but just like hang out with someone because everything this whole year has just been one big ass whooping (laughs) (laughs) oh man so so you're gonna meet her in person then this uh this yeah i mean i don't want to that's that's yeah that's the uh yeah one of them peripheral but yeah no i mean something in in person dates dude like that's it just it feels and you know what i realized too is because you go through some of these profiles and one they're they're super cute or gorgeous and then you see some of the stuff on their profile it's like oh this person 
you know, uh, does sound very interesting. And so I was like, man, I can't believe that my mind, my mind was so hardened to the idea of ever using dating apps. I was like, I'm not doing that shit. Fuck that. Because I hear people, oh, we met on Tinder. We met on Match or whatever. I was like, I don't need that. Whatever. And now my, my ego has accepted it, and I'm super pumped about, <laughs> about using it. That's awesome. I'm all about it right now. See, I'm still I'm still on the fence as to whether or not to do something like that. But I mean, I think I think timing too is good too, right? That you yeah. you got to be in a you got to be in the mental space to to be in a position to do a dating app, which I do think are underrated, especially you know for all the stuff that we hinge is sweet, dude. Hinge is <laughs> okay. cool. I'll show it to you when I uh, come back home, or like download it and give it a shot, uh-huh. but. Uh, yeah, it's a different. It's a little bit different than the swiping, left or right. You know, right. Yeah, it's just a little bit different. Yeah, but, and uh, it it just it's such an unfamiliar concept because you've like you've never done anything like that before. Hinge, right? You never did any. Yeah, of the I other. didn't do this shit. You know. Yeah, my uh, my friend, his sister met her husband on I don't know Match dot com, and then. Uh, he, my friend, met his wife on Match.com. Wow. And so, you know. Wow. But yeah, I didn't use that. I've just done on Hinge. And I did a little bit of Bumble, but Hinge is dope. Hinge is legit. What, what's the What's the purpose of Hinge? Is it, uh, it going to be like a Match.com thing or is it? So the way that it's set up is you have a profile. Um, maybe you can see it through the, I don't know. So you have a profile and, uh, it's got like your picture on it. Yeah. I'm trying to move. Okay. I'm, yeah. It's got like your picture on it. And, Is that you? Uh, yeah, I say I'm tired of holding my phone trying to show you. Yeah, no, no, I'm that's not that's a up. that's a classy. That's but you have a, a few photo. you have a few photos, yeah. and then there's a few there's these prompts that you can select. So there's three there's photos, and then there's three or four prompts. For example, it says, and there's a ton of them. There's like fifty of them that you can select, but you only select like three or four. You know, we'll get along if, and then I can type in what I want to type in. You know, you let others laugh at you. You can let people laugh at you and still have a good time. Or like, my simple pleasures are dot, dot, dot. And so everyone fills in what it is. And there's different prompts so you can kind of get a taste for their personality. And you select, you put in, you know, your age, your height, where where you live, alcohol, yes, no, sometimes, cigarettes, yes, no, sometimes, weed, yes, no, sometimes, do you want children, do you not want children, are you, like, what's, so, where you're from, you know, beliefs, Christian, Buddhist, spiritual, agnostic, like, so there's these different things, and you don't, these settings, you don't have to have all of them displayed, there's a few that have to be displayed, but you don't have to share all of that information, but you can, but it, you can select those as preferences, um, so that people that are whatever you're looking for will show up more often or whatnot. Wow. But I'll show it to you when I'm home. Yeah. Sometime. That's, uh, that's wild. It's sweet though. <laughs> Cause I'm sitting here again and it's just funny. It's like, oh man, because what happens too is sometimes when 
if somebody, you know, likes you, a lot of the time for me, it's like, I'm not interested in this person, you know? So, right. but this person's like, whoa, they like me and she's super cute. Game on. And I got that like the same day that the other girl was like, yeah, let's go out. And I was like, oh, today, great day. Because, dude, no joke, There, you can get sucked in. There's days where I'm just like, like, I sit down, I do it, and it's like, I need to get off the phone. I've been doing this for, you know, 45 minutes or an hour. I need to get put my phone down and get back to life. So, it's, again, like I said, arduous. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize. But the, again, coming back full circle, the reward at the end. I didn't realize you were, you know, on, you eyes were on, on the, the prize. You were on the hunt, man. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised by that. <laughs> I just think it was funny that people have told me like, oh, you should try it. You should try it. You should try it. And I was like, fine. I guess yeah. the universe is telling me try it. So I guess I will. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is kind of cool. All right. Cool. Oh, this is awesome. You know, what would be the weirdest fucking thing is that if you ended up marrying somebody through one of these dating app sites, I know oh, what happened. What I was going to say was, but... yeah, who, whatever happens, it's like, I don't fucking care how I meet the person. Like I, I was, I'm a little bit disappointed in myself that i didn't try any of this stuff earlier because it's like who the fuck are you victor to think you're too cool for school to use the you know and so i was like dang i should have started i should have got on this like a few years ago when it came out (laughs) yeah i uh i and well what's weird too is i don't know do do you have any idea because i know my parents for example if i were to meet somebody off of a dating app would probably frown on that on the outlook i'm sure if things worked out it'd be fine i wasn't sure how your your family would be when it came to they wouldn't care they wouldn't really wow yeah oh awesome i think that's great then yeah do it (laughs) i just have this i have this certain stigma attached to that where it's like i just see i did too and i and and now i'm like victor why did you think again you were you thought you were so cool, like your pride got in the way, your ego got in the way of exploring this earlier. You had this opinion about something that you didn't know anything about. You just, you kind of had some, you know, you thought you were a la-di-da for looking down at this. I don't need that. I don't use that. Fuck that. Whatever. Just like how you're like, I don't go to the gym. Fuck that. I don't, who needs a gym <laughs> membership? But then you dip your do- toes in the water. It's like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm disappointed in myself, you know, that I was, uh, that I that I had the previous opinion that I did, but whatever <laughs> that was in the past. And now I got this guy, this, uh, this app, this sweet app. That's really cool. Well, and, and that is the, I will say this though, when I moved to New York city to go to seminary, it was one of those things where I was so anti dating apps because that was, I, it would have been 2010, I think. So it still wasn't like super mainstream, but it was one of those right. things where I just had to like coming from the Midwest, it, I had a very negative perception about that. But then in New York City, it's really hard to meet people. Like and I'm sure it's the same way out in LA. It is, yeah, for sure. It, you can't just like stumble across somebody and develop a relationship. There's just too many people out there to be able to right. make it work. And I I came to appreciate the relationships that were formed over dating apps in New York City. But I never thought it would be something for me. And I feel like that's kind of where you fall yourself, where you move to L.A. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I understand why people use it, but never for me. It's efficient, too. Like, if you think about it, it is such a time saver. You know? Oh, totally. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because 
it's especially now that you can't go to bar. I mean, you can meet people out, but like you said, it's hard to meet people when you're out and about. A lot of time, you just want to get back home. You're do- getting shit done, but like he, everyone on here is on here with the same intention. You know what I'm saying? But it's cool, <laughs> right? And I, I feel as though, yeah, there, there actually are, and this is something too that I kind of discounted. Is that there's a lot of really good, like, kind-hearted people who do this. Just they, they, you know, they want to find somebody else, and it's like it's not just for the people who are serial daters who just want to go out with other guys, see what you know, you know, do their thing. I feel as though it's a, it's much more complicated than my initial impression was even back in in seminary really yeah no totally i i always thought it was something for people who just couldn't find a good boyfriend or girlfriend i mean i just felt like it was (laughs) was one of those things that just people did um because they were desperate and now i'm realizing no it's not it's not necessarily for desperate people it's for yeah. people who right? yeah. embrace the, a, the 21st century technology and intercommunication, especially during a pandemic, too. Like, you got to get creative in ways if you want a relationship, you know? You, when you, there's – um, when there's – yeah, when there's something that that's different than what you're accustomed to, you kind of – It's so you uncomfortable. You form an opinion about it's it. It's so uncomfortable. You know, you immediately form an opinion about it and even though you don't know anything about it. <laughs> Who likes trying new things? There are very few people who embrace trying new things. So, yes. Yeah. And it's like, this is a very new thing. It's still only less than a decade old that this has become a popular trend. And for people to actually embrace that, I I completely agree. Um, I I still, I'm still not sold on it yet. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still traumatized from my previous experiences. So just like, yeah, you know, it is what it is, but um, good for you. I'm glad that you you have that desire to like. Yeah, so I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you know what happens. But it's uh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was so funny that immediately uh, I was like in the middle of recording. It's like, yeah, I know Rich is talking to me, but uh, I have all of my attention on this these two girls right now <laughs> and the fact that we push this back by like an hour too just that's the other thing too going back uh because i was at the grocery store well i woke up today and i couldn't remember if we planned on recording at 10 or 12 but but i wake up and it's like fuck i had another night last night um after my whole virtual training thing was done i was so exhausted during that and it was so annoying to do and i felt like i was a prisoner in my own apartment because i couldn't leave because you have to hit the buttons every so often to advance and you can't just skip through shit but they put things little quizzes so that you can't just let it run for a few hours you know and not pay any attention to it and do something else so it's like i had to engage this thing so annoying i was on it all day then i was figuring out the thing with the apps on top of that i'm exhausted because i only slept for one i only slept for a few hours and i was up for 23 hours the day before so i'm sitting outside and then I was talking to one of my neighbors, and then I met another one of my another neighbor of mine who lives in the building next to me, who I've never, never knew. There's never knew lived here because there's a few of us that hang out in the courtyard outside, but there's only a, a few of us, and we always think to each other like, well, how come we're the only ones that are ever out here? Of the people that live here, <laughs> right. there's only you know a handful of people that are outside on a regular basis. Uh-huh. And so I met her because she was sitting outside. So then. She was celebrating because 
she got her visa renewed for three years, which I was unaware of how uh, how stressful that can be for people and the paperwork. And I guess you need an immigration lawyer and it costs a bunch of money and maybe or maybe you won't get renewed, but you still have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. So I had no idea how crazy that was. Anyway, that's why she, they were celebrating. They're like, oh, do you want to drink? And I was already – you know, exhausted from the night before. I was like, fuck it. And then we were drinking a bunch. And then I woke up today. It's like, fuck, these last two days of my life were pretty intense. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Drinking wine, you know, and Bacardi. But, <laughs> whoa, I needed that. I needed a, a night a night where it was just a bunch of fun. And we, I was hanging out with Kyle. And then it just happened again the next night, meeting two people. And so... That's why I didn't give a shit about being on time for the podcast today. <laughs> it's like, fuck it. I don't know what time it is. Whatever. Ricks will contact me. I'm at the gro- – I had to get groceries and I, I kind of forgot about it. I wasn't really paying attention. Again, I'm in super chill mode. <laughs> Dude, totally. And you know what? I, I actually – this is the weird thing is that I was thinking about that earlier as well where – I don't know the last time that I have had, like, a legit vacation outside of, like, visiting, you know, my grandmother down in Florida, all that. Not necessarily vacation because I'm helping her out with the the stuff. So, But even going to New Jersey, New York, like, there's always stuff going on. Like, I have an uh, uh, itinerary and agenda as to all the things that I've got to do. I don't know. It's been literally since, like, 2015 was the last time that I actually had a, a true vacation just to be like, fuck it all. Like, I'm just gonna do my thing, yeah. not care about anything else. Yeah. And for me, I don't even need a vacation. And the thing that's crazy about California, I was telling Kyle when we were in Venice, it's like, it's so crazy that in LA you can have a staycation. You can literally just go another part of town and feel like you're on vacation because everywhere, all the different areas of town are so different from one another. Yeah. And so I'm in Venice and by the beach and totally different vibe. And it's like, this is sweet. You only drive like 30 or 40 minutes and all of a sudden you're in Venice and I just needed a, one day. I don't even need a vacation. And the and what I think about too is I don't ever want to leave LA. Like I don't – like even for – even if I were to go home and I would love to go home and visit and kind of – you know, but I'm just like, yeah, I I'd rather just be in LA. You know, you gotta. Because it's so awesome. Well, that's yeah. You found you found your place. I feel like that's uh, something that a lot of people don't yeah. actually get to. I don't want to be gone for more than like three days. After three days, I'm ready, no matter where I am, to come back here. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I I definitely I definitely have that longing to find that sense of home and community where like I love New York. I love Chicago. Um, don't really love Florida, but can accept that. But like, it's like between Chicago and New York, New Jersey, that are the places that I feel like home. And I keep thinking to myself, especially with the whole nature conservatory going in back of the yard right there. I think to myself, man, I love, I fucking love the Midwest for all the bad things about it. The ice cold temperatures and the sweltering hot temperatures and all the other weird shit that goes on. I love the fucking Midwest, and I'm realizing more and more that, that yeah, I mean, regardless of where my path takes me, <laughs> it's like, oh, man, the Midwest of the U.S., 
Oh, it's that that's my home. That's that's something that I feel like you're experiencing right now, but I'm coming to realize for myself when I'm trying to figure out <laughs> where it is I'm going next. I um I didn't realize how I mean, I'm I love the West, West Coast is my life out here for sure. Yeah. But as since I've been gone, I've had an appreciation for the Midwest because there's things that I didn't realize about the Midwest that are specific to the Midwest in terms of like just the cultural, the culture or like oh, sayings totally. or s- certain behaviors that I didn't know about because now I'm removed from it. And I started following this account on Instagram. That's like something, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called, uh, what, what Midwesterns say to each other, but it's just got a bunch of, uh, posts about the Midwest. And I look at these and I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is so funny because I can, t- I totally can identify with this. And understand and appreciate this, but I I never looked at it like that because I was living in it. And now that I'm not living in it, I'm just like, oh, that's so funny that that's a Midwestern thing. It just never occurred to me because you don't you can't compare it to anything when you're living in it. Yeah, you know. Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, and it's just so it's uh, it's just so goofy. Well, when I when I moved to New York City, that was one of those things too where. I would say or do certain things. I mean, even something as simple as like saying soda versus pop or something like yeah. that. It's like that that became tr- it's like, oh, you obviously are from the Midwest. Like <laughs> it's like you don't belong I'm trying here. To find, uh, I'm trying to find an example because I just I can't stop thinking about it, dude. It's so funny. But I don't know. I don't want to be looking on my phone. I I'll look at it later and try and find something, but just Dude, you gotta you, you you gotta get an Instagram account, dude. You gotta use it. You get an Instagram account just, and you can use it however you want. You don't have to look at the shit that I look at, but uh-huh. that's an account I think you would have very much fun with. And I think there's accounts out there about theology or other stuff that you would be into. There's accounts out there for everything, for every any any interest that anybody has on the planet. There is an Instagram account for that. Kind kind of like YouTube. Though, uh, yeah, yes. where where you can find your niche anywhere. Yes, any. But you would like it, you know? Who knows? Maybe like the dating app, you would be like, "Oh, Instagram, this is pretty cool." Like, and I could show you some of the features, and I think you would like it, especially. And again, you, you don't have to be on it all day. Maybe you look at it once a day. Maybe you look at it once a week. Who cares? But you should at least dip your toes in the water, man, because it's it's brought me a lot of. Uh, a lot of joy, just little things that I see on Instagram, like the Midwestern account. They just, I sit back and I'm just like, gosh, this is just so funny. <laughs> you know, though, uh, I, I totally agree with you. I definitely think that, uh, yeah, a, a dating app or something like that is probably going to be in the near future in the next year or two, just to figure out what my, what my path is. But one thing that will never change, regardless of where you are in the country, and hopefully you can empathize with this is kids growing up in wealthy suburbs and the little shits they are. I don't... (laughs) I am hoping that you can appreciate that because I had an experience just as as a final story on my end. Um, I had had an encounter, uh, what, uh, two two nights ago, I believe, where I was going to uh, Walgreens to actually... It was my, my parents' 38th anniversary... And so we were going to try and you know, do something a little special. So got chocolate for my mom, beef jerky for my dad, got a card, got all that stuff. And 
there were these fucking eight kids, probably about eh, 13 years old, 14 years old, or whatever. There's like eight of them just hanging out in front of the fucking store on the bench, just like, like spitting all over the place. No mask, no nothing. And so I go in the store just to, to, you know, get the stuff. And within uh, a minute later, they all enter in all together and start just spreading out throughout the store. No mask, no nothing. And obviously, like, Walgreens has a sign out in front of it, mask required. But the right. employees are minimum wage. They're not going to fight with a 13-year-old, yeah, like, anxious teenager type personality. And so I'm not a confrontational person. I never, ever um, confront other people. But I was so upset by what they were doing, just going around, like, coughing and spitting on stuff. Like, they weren't actually doing that. But that's in my mind. It's like... Yeah, like, they're just being annoying. They're, they're just look, being obnoxious. They're being fucking and... obnoxious uh, suburban rich kids thinking they can get away with anything. And so I, I actually, this is probably the first time I've ever confronted somebody about a mass thing. And it was kind of... No way. You got upset? I Did said, you puff your chest and tell one of them to fuck off or something? Bro, I, I, yeah, no, I, I took that breath of air. Like, fucking, I've, I've got the pecs, I've got the, I've got the stature. Yeah. It's like... Uh, and so what was interesting was the, cause they were all spread out. And so the first kid that I saw was like, yo, where's your mask or something, something like that. It, it was yeah. not, it was just like, where's your mask? He's like, uh, uh, I left it at home. And then he literally sprinted down the aisle and disappeared. And then there were two other motherfuckers, little, little 13 <laughs> year old motherfuckers. And I said the same thing. What's your problem? Why, why are you asking us that? It's like, dude. Because you're fucking not wearing a mask, and that's my problem now. And they're like, I don't need to do that. Uh, uh, Why why are you asking me that? And literally, so as the non-confrontational person, I I would love to tell a story about how I came up with the perfect witty response or whatever. I didn't. I just, I was leaving the store at that point in time. It's just like, I look back at them, like, fucking just wear a mask. Wear, Wear a fucking mask. Like... What what is your problem? And I felt like if I had a little more suave and a little more sort of in the moment type of rebuttal or something, it's like wait till your balls drop and you'll maybe understand. Yeah, or something like that. But it's funny, dude. I, I was like afterwards, I'm just like it wasn't it wasn't a big deal because I'm dealing with people who don't have a moral compass at that point in time. They're fucking doing their own thing. They're they're literally living their own life. They have no concept of responsibility. For themselves or right. others so you know whatever i say to them isn't really gonna register it may offend them and they may like remember that years later or after they get coronavirus but it's not really my place at that point to to try and escalate the situation but uh, uh i i'm not a confrontational person and but it just irritated me so much that this like cluster of kids came in without masks just like going through the shelves and stuff like that, like fucking a. I mean, they're the, these are obviously Glen Ellen entitled rich kids, and yeah, I fucking Glen Ellen, dude. <laughs> Glen Ellen, beautiful place, but there is a fucking side effect of living there that you know. I, another thing that I've seen on Instagram when sometimes uh, people will take a picture, a screenshot of what's on Twitter, and they put. But I remember one of them was like. Some of you kids grew up with an with a 
with a granite top island in your kitchen and it shows just like little things like that. And I was like, that is, that is the perfect way to sum it up, you know? Uh, and just other things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I know, you know, you're preaching to the choir. You don't need to tell me cause I know. And I, and we both know how, how much Neil loves just shit talking. Some of the fucking type, the type of personalities that are in that town. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> And yet he's somebody too who's not going to wear a mask either. So it's like you, you've got you've got both sides of the equation. I don't know what to make of those situations. Oh my god, it's like your literally, strangers aren't wearing masks when your best friends isn't wearing a mask. You got a fucking the whole podcast situation, which is like you're living in the fucking twilight zone from where you were a few years ago doing drywall, and it's like what the fuck is going on? Why is this happening to me, bro? Just when you think that alternative reality couldn't get any stranger. <laughs> and you said you, – you were like, I must – there must be – there's no way all of this would be happening to one person. There has to be a version of myself out there li- that is living a good life. <laughs> <laughs> every time, literally every time something that like that happens, I think that to myself. It's like, why? Why Am me? I, why like, me? Yeah. I just don't – I don't get it. Are there – it's like – there's a thou- there could be a thousand, a hundred thousand versions of you, and you're the one at the very bottom. <laughs> Why am I the avatar that's at the very bottom <laughs> in these parallel universes? <laughs> I've got to be the one. I've got to be the one at the very bottom. That is so true. I I just can't I can't get over that. And so that experience too. I just I had had enough. I'd seen plenty of like, but I mean like fucking kids. I mean come on. Like what are their parents? That, like there's just so many things that are just culminating right now. So yeah, I uh, I I kind of just let loose. And as somebody who is non-confrontational in pretty much every aspect. Like, well, that's that. what happened when I know I told you before we it, we I told this in an episode that we recorded, but we didn't end up putting out. But when I was at Runyon, the area where the grass is like these kids just yeah. running around without any mask, they're like are in my space have no sense of like boundaries. They're just like one of them's taking a stick and they're just hitting the flowers off the bushes and they're just running like crazy. And there's like 10 or 15 of them and there's like eight or nine of them running around. All of them are under the age of 12, 12 or younger. There's two moms not paying any fucking attention to what these kids are doing. And it is understood without any signs or having to tell anybody. Like when you're in that area, it's a zen area. You can play. I play music, but you don't blast it. You're just everyone's doing their own thing and respectful one of, other, of one another. Everyone is there to just chill and enjoy the scenery. And you have these fucking kids running around going crazy. And, like, children are never there. And when they are there, they're with parents and they're well-behaved. But it's like, I want to go this, I wanted to go up to those parents and be like, hello, can you get your fucking kids to shut the hell up and leave us alone? And this one guy, this one little kid was, like, jumping up and down and, like, hitting, a, hitting these tree branches with a stick, just hitting them. And this other guy in the area is looking at him. He's like, kid, enough. 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 That's all he said, and the kid stopped and then turned back around and went to his friends, and I could hear them saying, like, what that guy said? He said enough, enough, enough. Why would he say that? I don't know. Da, da, da. And it's like, yeah, dude, like, everyone is thinking exactly what that guy said. Like, thank goodness that he, like, told him to shut the fuck up, but... Yeah, well... Just so annoying. I, that was one of the things, too. So I don't know if you remember the advice that I had given to you um, when uh instance like that happened. Do you remember? 
the no, the I don't. Of wisdom. Take out your camera and record them. That was, oh, that's right. That yes. was something that I forgot to do. I given you that advice, and I forgot to do I, that myself. I remember that now. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, now that we're actually talking about this, I'm thinking to myself, "Oh man, why why didn't I take my own advice and just pull out my camera? It's like, hey, you guys want to be famous? <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh, I didn't, I I didn't even think about that because it's so it's so non aggressive. It's so like sort of whatever. And these kids, obviously, with no moral compass, are concerned about themselves. And if they're like, oh no, we're gonna get posted online or something like that, that might be enough for them to to do something to change that but yeah i was just like right. oh man that that would have been such a great way to respond as opposed to me just being like wear a mask and leave and it, i mean it was it was a walgreen so it's not like a combat zone or anything but still right the uh the opportunity <laughs> eluded me annoying uh yeah yeah um <laughs> oh so i went on a, a I just have, like, one other thing, okay. but I went on Wix. Dude, it's a fucking pain in the ass to try and figure out how to do that. I know it's, like, simple, and I, yeah. but I, like, I just, I don't know. It's It was just annoying. <laughs> it's, yeah. Is that what, that's why I wanted to ask what your experience was like when you first started using it. Was it pretty easy for you to figure out, or or what? For Wix? No. I mean, yeah. Wix, Wix was probably one of the most complicated websites to try and develop. Um, I... I spent countless hours because I think they've updated a little bit, but it's still web development is not an easy thing. I think Wix is better than most nowadays, but it's still super clumsy, cumbersome, just not, not really easy to use. So yeah, I, what, what website are you trying to build? Uh, I was going to try and start building my acting website. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, I was just going to play around with it, you know, because, you know, and have some pictures or stuff, but I was just, like, playing around with it, but I know it'll take a long time to, like, get it to look the way I want it to look, but, so I may as well start playing around, And but I uh, did it, and I spent 15 minutes, I was like, fuck this, I need to come back to this later, I didn't think it was going to be that complicated, I'm, like, trying to move a few, th- I have, like, a template that I just selected, and I'm just, like, trying to figure out how to move, do something yeah. really simple. But there's text boxes in the background and all these layers oh, that go into building oh, the website. You went like, into how the... do I get to this back layer over here? I don't uh, – fuck. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the thing too is that there's there's two levels. There's like the simpleton layer, which is just like a standard format. And then there's also the, the HTML format or whatever where you can kind of move stuff around, which gets super, super complicated. And I don't think people understand just how – when you enter into that portal, how uh, how challenging it is to actually understand what's going on and how that's going to appear as an actual website. So, yeah, I'm I'm not a huge fan of Wix, uh, but, yeah, I've, I've used it. Uh, it's better now as long as you keep the, the, simple, the simple version. So. Good. I'll keep that in mind then. But, fuck. Well – yeah, I had a pretty exciting two days, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else. I'm I'm done. Yeah, I'm good.